Welcome to the Soul Fit Labs podcast with your hosts, Stephen Haar and Laura Lucas. We're here to guide you on your fitness journey, educate you in the process, and turn your passion into purposeful action. Whether you've never stepped into a gym or if you've made fitness into a career of your own, this podcast will be your go-to stop for all things health and fitness. Here, we give you actionable steps and pro tips on how to lose weight, effectively train your body, improve your energy, sleep quality, and mental focus. We created this podcast to give you free access to some of our personalized health coaching, bodybuilding, and weight loss courses, where we use a holistic approach to sculpt your body, feed your soul, and upgrade your mindset. So stick with us if you're ready to become a master on health and fitness with Laura, myself, and some of the best industry leaders we know. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to the Soul Fit Labs podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be busting or at least discussing a popular fitness concept, arguably a myth out there. And that myth is fasted cardio. And specifically, is fasted cardio your best option for fat loss? Is it a good long-term option? And is it the best option for you? Those are all questions that we are going to hit on. And I'd love for you to answer for yourself by the end of this chat. Yeah. I'm super happy to be back on this podcasting um, podcasting recording. I feel like we've been slacking on podcasts recently and it feels so good to be back on here and discussing a really interesting question, which is all about fasted cardio and whether or not you should, um, eat before you train, or if you burn more fat, if you don't eat before you train. Um, I've actually, you know, I've never been someone who believed in fasted cardio. I've always had coaches tell me that it didn't make a difference. And, Um, I've never really questioned it because I always thought like, yeah, it doesn't make a difference. It's not important to even think about. But once Steven brought this topic up, I was like, okay, actually I could see why that might be something people are very confused about. And, you know, there actually might be some benefits to doing your workout fasted. And I didn't think about it until we had actually sat down and talked about this more. So I'm really excited to tell you guys about some of the reasons why you might want to do your training fasted and some of the reasons why you might want to make sure you have, you know, ample energy supplies before you go into a workout. Yeah, totally. And and this has been a question that's been around for a while. And Mm -hmm. honestly, it wasn't one that I thought about talking about either. Um, It was really just due to a couple clients that I've had recently tell me about their fasted cardio routines and how they felt it made just a world of difference for, for them personally. And that might actually be the case. That might be you out there. But I just thought it'd be it'd be good to kind of clarify what what is fasted cardio and why, at least on a surface level, does it seem to make a lot of sense? Why would it be something that could be really, really good if you're looking to burn body fat quickly? Mm-hmm. So why don't we just start by defining fasted cardio? Okay, I'll let you define it. <laughs> You've had some more practice with it recently. Steven just released a video on YouTube all about it. Every Monday, he releases a Mythbuster Monday video on YouTube, which you guys should totally go subscribe to our YouTube channel if you haven't yet. But uh, he's been talking about this for about a week now, so I'll let him describe and define what fasted cardio is for you all. <laughs> Thank you for the shameless plug. <laughs> um, of course. <laughs> yeah, so basically fasted cardio is just any cardio or any exercise that you're going to perform when your body's no longer digesting food. So 
the length of time that you have to go without food to be fasted sort of varies depending on um, what you ate for your last meal. But in general, it's like four to six hours. So after that time goes by, the body doesn't have to die, doesn't have any food in the system, your blood sugar's low, and your insulin levels are low. So in that state, your body is what we call sort of like primed to to burn fat. And the interesting thing is we sort of go in and out of being fasted all mm-hmm. day long. And what your body is burning for a fuel source, the majority of your day isn't what you're putting in your body as fuel. I mean, it does right after your meal, you're going to be burning whatever is in that meal. But over time, your body turns to your fat stores, the ones that you already have. And it's burning those throughout the day as you know, you walk Mm -hmm. to the grocery store, as you're sitting at your desk, whatever it is you're doing, you're mostly burning fat, right? So the idea behind fasted cardio was, all right, if I can put my body in that fat burning state where it already wants to burn the fat, wouldn't it be great if the extra calories that I burn when I go run or when I do that high intensity interval training weight workouts all came from fat because my body was already in that state. So that's sort of the the idea. At a surface level, fasting is just putting the body in a fat-burning state and then going and performing your exercise. And then, like, I always thought, you know, that being fasted meant, I I don't know why I got this number, but, like, 12 hours of not eating. And that's, you know, I guess that's what Stephen said, four to six hours, because that's technically, you know, how long it takes you to digest your food. So there is a difference between being fasted versus being um, completely depleted and having all your glycogen stores depleted or um, being, I guess what you would call, um, I don't know, when you go on like a spiritual fast, you don't eat for like a full day. You know, what do you call that? Is that a fast too? Yeah, that's a fast too. But you're talking about more of like a long-term extreme fast. And that's usually anywhere from 12, 24, sometimes even 48 or 72 hours. Yeah. Or more. I know Mm -hmm. like week long. I've yeah, I'll talk about that on a different a different podcast about, you know, um, spiritual fasting. But I, I didn't realize that like, oh, four to six hours and you're already fasted. So I think a lot of us actually, you know, having that defined have done fasted cardio. Basically, it just means you haven't eaten for a long time. You know, maybe it's you had breakfast early in the morning around 7, 8 a.m. And then you get to the gym two, three o'clock later and you haven't eaten anything before then, that technically means you're in a fasted state because the the point where you've had any food digesting in your system is long gone. So once you're no longer um, near any mealtime and you perform an exercise, you are fasted and you are you know, working off of, um, like what Stephen said, mostly your fat stores because you don't have any sugar in your blood. Exactly. Um And sort of when coming back to this topic as someone that has actually done fasted cardio and just normal, what we call fed training with with food in my system over the past decade or so, sort of just playing around with both, um, I was really excited to kind of look at the research and see, like, is there validity to this? Because when my clients talk about it with me, when people ask me these questions, like, I, I have to admit it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. to seems, feel. Seems like it makes sense. It, seems, it feels like, it, yeah, it feels like it would make sense to to burn more fat when your body doesn't have alternative fuel to burn. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I really wanted to look at and what I found... Um, or rather what I, what I was investigating was, all right, well, if I'm going to burn more fat during my training session when I'm fasted and, um, your body will, because there is no other choice. Um, what's my body going to do after my training session? So if you're thinking about it, if I burn more fat for an hour training session, what's my body going to burn for the other 23 hours that I'm awake during the day? 
Mm-hmm. And we already talked about, in general, your body burning fat when you're just going about your daily business, not training, and you haven't really eaten super recently. And what I found that was really cool was they did a couple studies on this, and they found that what your body does is whatever fuel that you burn during your training session, so if you're fasted and you're burning fat, whatever fuel you just burned, it's going to flip after you train. So for the rest of the day, if you trained fasted, your body would then prioritize burning carbs. It mm-hmm. was sort of like a super compensation that they found. And there's, there's a little science behind why that is. But I thought it was a really, really interesting finding because mm-hmm. I never would have honestly guessed that. Yeah. And that, that thing you talk about RPE, is that what? RER. <laughs> which is, stands for respiratory exchange rate. Uh-huh. So it, for those of you that maybe have done a little bio in college, they talk about like fat burning states and you can actually measure how the body, the ratio of oxygen taken into carbohydrates or carbohydrates, well, carbon dioxide (laughs) that you breathe out. And that gives you what we call a ratio. It's a number. And based on that number, you can say, I'm burning this percentage carbs, this Mm -hmm. percentage fat. Mm -hmm. So like a lower number around like a seven point, like a 0.7, that's considered to be um, a fat burning state. Somewhere in the middle, like in 0.85, that's 50-50, 50-50, and then like a 1.0, that's like I'm burning carbs only. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that number is interesting. I took a bio class too and, and heard of all those terms as well. And like most of the day, you're in that 0.7 point, right? 0.75 RER rate where you're mm-hmm. burning fat the majority of your day because you're moving slowly. You're, um, you know, you're, you're not intensely like pacing from spot to spot. You're just usually using fat for most of the day until you go and do something explosive or high intensity. That's when your body tries to switch over to burning primarily carbs. And, uh, so I thought that was cool too, what Steven mentioned, because I don't, I don't actually know, I didn't read the study. I don't know why your body decides to overcompensate. If you burned fat earlier throughout the day, it decides, okay, now I'm going to try and use more carbs later in the day. But my guess is that if the carbs are available you know, your body's going to want to use that because body fat at some level is important, right? So it doesn't want to constantly be, um, just burning through its stored energy either. It's, you know, if it doesn't have to use its reserve tank, might as well use the gas that's more readily available. Yeah, totally. The body does perform or does, um, tend to prefer carbs as a fuel source to burn in general, unless maybe you're on a keto diet and you're keto adapted and you flip that switch and you're focusing Mm. on fat in general, but also to kind of to add to that, the body is is really smart and adapts to whatever we put it through. So at a level, it's going to want to preserve the fuel sources that you tend to use. Mm. So if during your exercise, you're fasted and you're burning fat, it's going to say, all right, well, I need to recover now that I'm done exercising. So let's burn a little bit of the carbs that we have, because we're probably going to have to use those fat stores again mm, tomorrow sense. to do the same thing. Makes sense. So it's about training your body what to expect, right? So mm-hmm. if you're constantly putting it through fasted cardio, your body knows, okay, um, I'm not going to have any fuel, any carbs in me when I go do my morning run. So I better use the carbs now and use the fat later or something like that. Exactly. Okay. So, so yeah, having all the science behind why, um, why it, I guess the, the point of that study shows that it really doesn't matter whether or not you do your cardio fasted in terms of fat burning, because basically if you're not burning 
if you burn the fat earlier in the day, that means you're probably going to burn a little bit less later in the day. So once we establish the fact like, okay, the science shows that training fasted versus not training fasted doesn't make too much a difference in how much body fat you actually burn, doesn't make a difference in how much weight loss you actually see. Um, then we kind of look at, so is fasted cardio beneficial at all, right? Like, are there reasons other than you know, more fat burning that we should do our training fasted. And this is kind of where I, where my interest got peaked in the topic because I realized that like, you know, for me, fat doing, doing a run fasted feels really good. And, and doing a workout where you feel what you would say lighter, more empty, you just mentally feel like more fresh, more ready to move lighter, easier to easier to sprint. And maybe that's all psychological. Like, you know, I mean, like actually I'm sure it is because if you were to really time yourself and and do a performance-based exercise, you probably would perform worse having fasted before your workout. Like your, your exercise is not going to be as impressive, but the feeling that you have is important. You know, the psychological benefit, the psychological component of being fasted while you're working out it does, um, make a difference in how well you might be able to stick to your fitness goals and your, um, you know, your weight loss goals. Yeah. And as we've said on multiple different podcasts for multiple different topics, um, consistency and sustainability are going to be what gets you to whatever your goals are Mm -hmm. at the end of the day. So yeah, mindset, if that, if being fasted improves your mindset and helps you to, um, push towards your goals with more consistency and maybe even push harder during your workout sessions, then being fasted is going to be a great, great option for you. Um, and, and that's really what this comes down to. The conclusion I reached at the end of my video was very much the same, that fasted versus fed training really just comes down to you and your personal preference. Mm-hmm. My argument would be that if it puts you in a good mental state and you can give 100% during your training session, then absolutely go fasted. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, if you're going into that session without food and you just feel awful and you're you're working at 50, 60% Mm -hmm. and you know you could do more, then you're not getting the full benefit out of your training session and you definitely need to eat because the trade-off's not worth it, not really worth it. We've shown with these studies that it's, um, it doesn't really make a difference and if anything, at the end of the day, it's, it's how many calories are you burning through your physical activity and it's how many calories are you taking in that leads to weight loss that leads to weight loss. Exactly. Yeah. And there are times where, um, I would say definitely you want to eat before your workout. Like if, if you're someone who is an endurance athlete or rather, um, like a CrossFitter, a marathoner, a triathlete, like those people, you would never see them doing a fasted cardio session because it makes absolutely no sense for performance-based goals. Most of you who listen to our podcast are our health clients and our, you know, our fitness students. And most of you are more interested in leaning out, losing body fat and, and looking more, um, and looking more lean. So you're not necessarily worried about how fast you can run a mile or how heavy you can lift a bar. You know, you're not worried about performance-based goals, but if you are an athlete, a soccer player, someone who is, is competitive in a sport, do not do any type of training fasted because you're just going to be disappointed with how you perform. You know, I used to be a track athlete and a long distance runner and time was very important to me. 
Um, and I, and I know that if I didn't eat properly before an event that my race was going to suck. So that's when it's like, you gotta, you gotta know what your goals are. And if your goals are fat loss, then maybe, um, maybe yes, the fasted cardio is an okay thing for you to do, but not because you're burning more fat in the actual session. So there's no scientific basis to say, you know, fasted cardio is the best thing for fat burning. Um, but I did, you know, I did want to say like, I personally kind of like it because, um, you know, for me doing waking up first thing in the morning, normally I, I go to the kitchen and I make my coffee, I'll open up my laptop, maybe, maybe do some research. And I, and I have breakfast pretty soon as I wake up, I'm someone that likes to eat first thing in the morning. But if I'm doing some sort of a cut, like right now, I'm trying to go through a mini cut for my YouTube as well, trying to go through a, um, like a little, just for fun, a little mini cut in, uh, what do you call it? Like a little transformation video. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to go through a fat, a little mini cut. And if I'm, if I'm like waking up first thing in the morning and going on a run, that sort of changes up my routine and allows me to push my breakfast till later. And that helps me eat less throughout the day. Um, so for me, I like getting up first thing in the morning and distracting myself with some sort of cardio or some sort of activity that boosts my mental, um, boosts my mental clarity and helps me feel more focused, more driven, more like, okay, I got this. It gives me time to be alone and say, what are my goals for the day? Rather than just starting my, my morning as usual, you know, having a, having breakfast right away, going for a walk or a run first thing in the morning allows me to push that first meal back without really feeling, um, super hungry or super deprived. So in that sense, I'm like, yeah, I kind of like the fasted cardio cause it helps me consume less throughout my day. Yeah. It kind of helps you stick to your goals. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think you mentioned before he's, Steven was like, I just feel more like, you know, accomplished when I'm, <laughs> when I haven't had anything in me and I'm like training and I know it's hard and I'm, um, you know, you just feel like mentally, like you're a badass kind of in a sense that you can get through a workout and, and know that you're on track with your goals and, um, getting cardio done first thing in the morning just makes you feel like you're more on track with your weight loss goals. Yeah. And I was actually going to throw in, if you have a particular type of training that you really don't like to do and don't look forward to, but going into it fasted puts you in a mental state where you're more able to tackle it while still feeling like you can perform the the exercise to the best of your ability, then that's a great way to, to sort of get that training done. Um, cause over the years I've been a performance athlete and I've always, and I've also been an aesthetic sort of focused athlete. Um, but I never really liked doing, doing my cardio all that much. It was always boring. It was always a struggle. And for the longest time, especially when I was in college, I would do that at 5am in the morning and I would always do it fasted because mm. I got up, I, you know, I drank a little coffee. I didn't eat any food. I walked past the kitchen. I felt really good for doing that, went down the stairs and got on the treadmill. So I already felt like I was winning because mm -hmm. I hadn't eaten anything yet. I was able to knock out that cardio session. I felt great for two reasons. And then I go eat my food. Yeah. But then on the flip side, you know, when I was training for a performance, lifting weights in the gym, a lot of times I was doing two of these things at the same time. Um, I would always make sure that I was well fed for those training sessions. Mm -hmm. In my video, I kind of compare these these two different methods. I do one workout where I'm fed, one workout where I'm fasted, and I and I picked the particular types of workouts very specifically because I know myself. The workout that I did fed was my heavy deadlift session with some squats, 
and some hill sprints. That's not something I ever would have done fasted fasted because I know myself, I'm not going to perform well with those high intensity, high weights and, you know, high volume training on an empty stomach. But the cardio, which I did a hit training session with a friend of mine on IG live in that video, I was perfectly fine for Mm-hmm. arguably my joints were shot afterwards, <laughs> right. but I knew that I was going to perform well doing that because I'd done it so many times in the past. And it was really just like hopping on that treadmill again. It was the same mentality and I knew I was going to be fine. I didn't know you didn't like, I thought you loved cardio. You don't like doing, you wanted to get rid of it. I'm very good at it, but I don't <laughs> love it. That's funny. That's news to me. I thought he loved, you know, doing that type of, uh, boring cardio mind dulling workout, which, you know, I'm not downing it. I was a runner as well. I definitely, um, I do like the mindlessness of running sometimes, but I didn't know that you wanted to get rid of it. It's, it's the combination the of it's, it's the psychology. It's the combination <laughs> of not eating and feeling good, uh-huh. doing the cardio and feeling good. And that like double whammy, it's D- double booster. It's basically like, you know, doing cocaine. <laughs> Not that I have any experience in that sort of thing. Yeah. Plus, you know, there was something else interesting that Stephen mentioned was like when you're depleted and you're in a fat burning state and you go do your workout and then you come back after and you're just like, you know, a fat burning machine at that point. Um, there is some cognitive enhancement because you were saying that your brain runs off of fat, right? So if you're getting really good at burning fat for energy at that point, you're also, you might have a little bit of like a, um, whatever brain fog you might have throughout your day at some point, you don't have any of it if you're in a fat burning state. Yeah. One of the biggest sort of, um, I guess, positives, Mm -hmm. benefits of keto diets, or one of the things that I hear people swear by is saying that they have so much mental clarity, so much focus and so much drive when they're on their keto diet. And that's because they're putting their body in a fat burning state. The brain runs off of a form of fat called a ketone, hence the name, Mm -hmm. keto diet. Um, And when your body is fasted, it's also focusing on burning fat, right? So it's fueling the brain. It's in a state where it can fuel the brain much more easily than when it has to, you know, digest, break down your carbohydrates, as well as, um, you know, send those ketones to the brain. Mm -hmm. So your body is much, much more focused and it can really, it can really help with motivation and a whole lot of things. Yeah. Get being productive. Yeah. So like, you know, one of the benefits, if you're going to do fasted cardio, maybe don't do it for the reason of like losing excess pounds, because we're saying that that's not going to make a huge difference. But if you're thinking, Oh, I want to be focused first thing in the morning, I want to have a killer, um, like work routine in the morning. I want to be highly productive. I want to feel focused, you know, no ADD type of symptom Then being in a keto type of a mode, a fat burning mode might help. I know that when I first go on a diet where I'm in a calorie deficit or where my body is low carb and it's forced to burn more fat than carb, I, um, I have like all these epiphanies, like my house gets a lot cleaner. My car gets a lot cleaner. I'm feeling on fire. Like all of my goals are possible. And it's just like he was saying, it's almost like this cocaine effect, I guess. Right. That's what you call it. Kind of euphoric. Euphoric. Yeah. Because you're, you're just so hyper-focused as a poor, as opposed to that oh so familiar feeling a lot of us get when we have too many carbs, too much sugar, and you get that crash, that brain fog, that demotivated feeling, which, uh, you know, is again, we've all felt both. So if you're someone that just likes the mental component of the fasted cardio, then I'd say 
you know, do your cardio fasted first thing in the morning. But if it, if it makes you feel horrible and if it affects your recovery and it, and it ruins your workout later in the day, if it makes you weaker for your strength training, if it's just something you don't enjoy, then by all means, please eat something before you work out, make it, you know, eat some simple carbs, do a slice of toast, do a piece of fruit. Um, yeah, and if you don't eat something before you work out, please eat something after you train. Right. Because one of the arguments that I've heard is, well, if I go into my session fasted and I'm in a fat-burning state during it, even if my body wants to burn carbs afterwards, right? We talked about that switch flipping. Well, what if I don't feed my body? It's still going to have to burn the fat, right? Because I'm not feeding it. Um The answer is in the short term, yes, like as in a couple days, but anything longer than that, we talked about the body wanting to preserve what fuel sources it knows you're going to use, right? So if you don't feed yourself with, with, with protein and carbs, a balanced diet afterwards, your body is going to stop burning that fat eventually, and it's going to start burning your muscle. Mm-hmm. So that's a really important thing too. Like don't, don't think that the less you eat, the more you run, the, the better off you're going to look like that's by all means not true. You, you, if you're not going to eat before your workout, you want to give yourself that replenishment after I would say at least one to two hours after to really feel good and keep your blood sugar stable. Um, you want to, you want to make sure that you're eating at some point. You're not just going throughout your day, eating very little and getting all your workouts in and saving one meal for the end of the night. Like some people can do that, but the majority of us are not going to feel good at that point. And it's not even going to benefit your, your bodybuilding goals. Like you're going to be most likely burning through some of your hard earned muscle. And like we've talked about in all of our other podcasts, you never want to burn through muscle because that puts you in a, um, in a, in a worse state metabolically, you're going to start having a harder time losing fat. If you are, um, if you have less muscle on your body, you want the muscle. All right. For lots of reasons, <laughs> it looks good and it keeps you lean and it promotes fat loss and it promotes fat loss. So, um, other thing before we hop off of this topic, I wanted to, to say that, you know, one other thing that I've noticed from fasted cardio is that, uh, any type of aerobic exercise can also act as an appetite suppressant. So if you're someone who struggles with cravings at a certain time of the day, or if you're like me and you're used to eating first thing in the morning and it's hard for you to push your first meal till later because you're just like hungry and used to eating at that time, something you can do is add the cardio at that time because any type of, like I said, bicycling, uh, running, jogging, swimming, all that stuff is a natural appetite suppressant. And I, um, I know this because when I was a runner, I'd, I'd be able to, I'd be super hungry or whatever. And I might go for a run because it was, we had to go to practice and I didn't have food on me. So I'd go for my run. I'd come back and I'm like, wow, I'm not even hungry anymore. And it'd take me like an hour to get that hunger to kick back in. And I think most of you have probably experienced that where you go do your workout and you totally forget that you were hungry, right? It's like a, it's a, it's a great distraction and it's a great way to um, suppress your hunger hormones. So I actually did some research on this because I was curious if that was actually a thing, if, if doing aerobic activity is actually an appetite suppressant. And it turns out there have and studies that show that because your, um, your hypothalamus is your, like your body's homeostasis, um, modulator. So your hypothalamus is in charge of your, your body temperature, your hunger, your sleep, your sex drive, all of that stuff is controlled by that little part of your brain. And, and the research showed that when your, when your body temperature is increased, whether that be through physical activity or some other means, your hunger hormones are 
decreased. So they have like a inverse effect. So if your body is, you know, if it's heating up because you're doing a run and it's working to cool itself down as it tries to cool itself down, it's also going to send out a signal. Hey, do not put food in me right now. I'm working hard to cool you off. I don't want to be fed, you know? So it's like, it, it isn't, it's the best natural fat burner because it, it just helps you forget about your hunger, forget about your food in that moment. And I thought that was interesting. Just, you know, being like, oh, that's, that's mm-hmm. why that happens. Cause, and, and even in Stephen and I were talking about this too, in hot weather, if it's super hot outside, naturally we're not all like running towards a huge buffet line. I don't know. I maybe just feel, ice cream, maybe ice cream. Yeah, exactly. Something that's going to cool you down, but you generally don't eat as much when it's hot out and you tend to eat more when it's cold out. And so food itself, you know, like we talked about this too, has a thermic effect. So when you eat food, your, um, your metabolism has a little boost to it. Your heart rate goes up a little bit and your body temperature rises because it's working to digest the food. So if think about this, if you're like overheating from exercise, your body is not going to say, Oh, put food in me right now because I have the energy to digest and break it down. It's going to say the opposite. It's going to say, I'm working so hard to cool you down. Please don't put food in me because I need the energy, all the energy I can to maintain my internal temperature right now. So that was just something I was like, huh, that's interesting. If you, if you deal with cravings or whatever, it might be a good idea to put yourself, put your cardio in at that time of the day where it can help you fight off those cravings until it's actually time to eat. No, that is actually really interesting. Mm -hmm. I I grew up in Chicago and I'm sure anyone that lives in a, a climate where it gets really, really cold for about half the year, Mm -hmm. um, experiences this at well, but everybody would be holed up inside and wearing like six ski jackets. And by the time summer came around, everyone would have put on like 20 pounds. (laughs) So, and, and I chalk that up a lot to just like not being able to get outside and move and exercise, um, like you normally would. Mm -hmm. But I think there's also a lot of, a lot of truth to the body just wanting to eat and having your hunger like upregulated, like increased Mm -hmm. when the body is cold, because that same thermic effect is a, a means for the body to increase its internal temperature. So your drive to eat is going to be higher when you're colder Mm -hmm. and it's going to be lower when you're warmer, whether that's due to the climate or it's like Laura said, due to your, your cardio session. Yeah. And like, for me, I know there's nothing worse than being cold, cold and hungry. Like I'm even getting like, you know, like, Oh, that feels awful. Just thinking about it. Cause Mm -hmm. I, you know, there's definitely points where you're in a diet and you're like, um, you know what I mean? When you're just, you're just not feeling so great and you're pretty hungry, you're waiting for your next meal. And at that point too, if you get cold or you don't have a jacket on you and you're outside, it is just miserable. And, uh, and there's nothing like better than food at that point. So, you know, if you're going to be, if you're going to be in a diet mode, sometimes it helps to make sure that you're warm because your body is not going to be as good at, uh, heating itself up when it doesn't have food in it. Mm-hmm, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think you mentioned that you felt like that after surfing sessions too. And, oh yeah. And I was a water polo player growing up and we would always be absolutely like disgustingly famished <laughs> when we got out of the pool because those competition pools are not warm to begin with. Uh-huh. So you spend like hours being just like on the, on the fringe of not shivering anymore. <laughs> and then you get out of the pool and you're like, wow, it's, it's like way colder and I really want nothing more than pizza right now. Yeah. 
same thing. I, I was telling him with like surfing, I used to be, sadly, I'm not such an avid surfer anymore, but I will get back to it. But I used to be a really avid surfer and every morning, you know, um, it didn't really matter how cold it was cause I was so addicted to trying to catch waves. But by the time, you know, you were out and you'd done all that activity and you were freezing cold and you have to change out of your wetsuit. Like the only thing on my mind is food and like a lot of it. <laughs> and like, so, you know, you're, you're not alone if you feel that way after, after activity and water. Totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. All right. So I think we want to bring this all the way back around unless you had something else to add. Mm, I guess there was one more thing. I mean, we talked a little bit about it, like our morning rituals, right? If your morning rituals, wake up, drink coffee, go on the treadmill or drink coffee, start your work day, um, or have it with your breakfast or whatever. Like the, the one thing too, if you're going to do cardio fasted, you can technically have caffeine and that's not going to be an issue with, um, it doesn't add any, what was I trying to think here? Any sugar, (laughs) right? Like any energy calories. calories. Yeah. So if you, if you did want to have like a black coffee before you do fasted cardio, that technically is still fasted. And, um, one coffee that I am addicted to right now is something called coffee over cardio and they have flavored coffees that are so good. I mean, every dieter's dream, you've got like chocolate donut coffee, you've got French toast coffee and uh, birthday cake coffee. Uh So I am you know, very much in love with this company and the idea that the, the caffeine can be a little boost to help you get to that cardio session. So if you guys are looking for a a tasty way to start the morning and kind of get your, um, get your run going a little sooner, you can try this coffee out and use the code 10 SFL. So 10% off with that code and the SFL just stands for Sulfit Labs. Mm-hmm. So go uh, go check out their Insta page and see if there's not something on there that you'd like. And if you do get it, let me know how you like it. <laughs> Very appropriately named for this topic. Oh yeah, coffee over cardio. <laughs> Don't tell me you just now thought of that. Uh, I guess she no, did. No, no, she did, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> well, I guess it's like coffee plus cardio rather mm-hmm. than over. Do both. Drink the coffee and get the cardio in. Yeah. In all seriousness, great coffee. Maybe don't take the flavors as diet recommendations post-workout, <laughs> but seriously good coffee. Um, and, wow, I had something else, but I think that's... Must not have been distracted. that important. <laughs> I, got, I got distracted thinking about chocolate donut coffee. Um, but please go check out that, that YouTube video. I'm going to have a link to that in the description of this podcast. Um, I talk a lot more about some of those studies that we only briefly touched on in this conversation and some of the super interesting findings there. Mm-hmm. But if you're taking anything away from this particular conversation, it's really that whether you're going to perform your cardio, your training fasted or fed, it's all going to come down to personal preference, whether that is you know how hard you feel like you can push, what sort of mental state that it puts you in for Mm -hmm. your training and for the rest of the day. And just whatever you're going to be able to sustain in the long term is always going to be the biggest component to any true lifestyle change Mm -hmm. that you're going to create. Yeah, that's a great summary. So like, you know, if you enjoy it, basically do it. If you don't enjoy it, then eat before your workout. Um, And and that might change too. Like some, some periods of your some points in your year, you might enjoy doing the cardio fasted and some, at some point that might change. So just kind of like play with it and see what works for you. And just know that scientifically speaking, there's no benefit to fat burning if you don't eat before your workout. So 
you know, don't choose it because you think that there's some sort of research proven, proven, um, benefit to working out fasted, just do what feels good for your body. And you're the best judge of that. Um, and if you guys have any more questions on, you know, like what to eat post-workout or, you know, if you do like to eat before you train, like what should you eat ideally or, um, you know, time of workout, I don't know what other questions you guys might have about that types of cardio, length of cardio, (laughs) any and all questions. (laughs) Um, yeah. Drop us a message on our official Instagram page, which is soulfit underscore labs. Brand new. Brand new. Or feel free to send us an email at soulfitlabsla at Mm gmail.com. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you were listening to this while getting some morning cardio done. And if you happen to know any fasted cardio bunnies out there, feel free to share this with them. Uh Hopefully they'll learn something valuable as well. Absolutely. Until next time, my friends, we will talk to you soon. Bye.